Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Knoxville, Tennessee, the backdrop for a matchup between two undefeated teams in the SEC. The third-ranked Crimson Tide being welcomed to town by the sixth-ranked Falls. It's the 11th time the teams have been both ranked in the top 10, but only the first time since 2000. Nick Saban is 15-0 against Tennessee, but the Vols will be the biggest test Alabama has faced so far this season. So many questions to answer going into this matchup. Will Bryce Young play? That's a big question as they head into Knoxville. So many things to get into on College Football Live today. Welcome to College Football Live. Christine Williamson here, Desmond Howard here, David Pollock here. We get to hang out for a second time this season. And the fans are hyped, obviously, because we're here for a second time this season. Again, this was a little bigger, though. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we liked it so much, we decided to run it back. (laughs) (laughs) So nice, we do it twice. Hey, guys, we have a really big weekend in college football this weekend. It kicks off at noon with Penn State and Michigan facing off in a top 10 class at the big house and right here in Knoxville, the third ranked Crimson Tide on the sixth ranked Volunteers. And there are four other ranked matchups through the, throughout the day, uh, finishing out West with USC at Utah. We're going to talk about all of those matchups. Now, the biggest question marks surrounding the matchup here is Alabama quarterback Bryce Young and his injured shoulder. The reigning Heisman Trophy winner suffered the injury two weeks ago against Arkansas and sat out last week when against Texas A&M as he recovered. So uh, we're going to talk about this matchup with Pete Thamel a little bit uh, in a little bit. Pete Thamel actually joining us right now because when we have questions, he has all of the answers. So Pete, uh, when it comes to Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, what is the latest with him in the matchup on Saturday? Well, Christine, the latest on Bryce Young is he is like the rest of us. He's day-to-day officially. But what we've seen from Bryce Young this week is an improvement steadily and an increase in his throwing. Now, there's going to be an ambiguity of how much he can throw on Saturday and how effective he will be because that injured shoulder has not truly been tested this week. But right now, if you look at the way Young has practiced this week and the way he's ramped up, there's an increasing sense of optimism from Alabama that Bryce Young is going to start the game and he is going to be available here in Knoxville on Saturday. All right, let's go over to the ACC and Georgia Tech. They fired their AD and their head coach earlier. Now they're trying to fill up that AD role. What is the latest you're hearing out of Atlanta? Well, Christine, all roads go through Knoxville. That's what we learned on game day, right? And tomorrow in Knoxville, Jay Batt, who's the number two athletic director at Alabama, will be here. It'll be one of his last formal things before he goes and takes over at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech really coveted Bat's fundraising ability and his football acumen, and he's going to be in charge of putting a coach in place in the next six weeks and pulling Georgia Tech off the mat. That program hasn't mattered in Atlanta, and they need an adrenaline shot. They're hoping Alabama's top lieutenant gives it to them. 
certainly a lot of questions to be answered out there. Of course, Pete Thamel answering all the questions right here for us today. Okay, let's go to this matchup in Knoxville, Alabama and um, Tech, or in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. Excuse me, we're right here. Uh, <coughs> I, I want to talk about Bryce Young because obviously it's a huge question when it comes to this, this matchup. Mm -hmm. What are your expectations for Bryce Young on Saturday? I, I expect Bryce Young to be Bryce Young. And, I, and by the way, Alabama needs him to be Bryce Young. Like, they're not going to beat – they're not going to beat Tennessee in this place right. unless they have a healthy Bryce Young. And this offense is built around Bryce Young, his playmaker ability. Des, one thing I'll be interested to see is, yeah. is he that same guy? Right. Does he still scramble around? Is he still going to take hits? He ain't built big. Like no, he's saying, not. This dude, <laughs> hey, you, you made a big deal about Max Duggan being a big sucker yeah. last week. <laughs> this ain't no big sucker. You're like, wait, that's, that's Bryce Young? <laughs> Over there? Exactly. Is he in the crowd holding a sign? Oh, my gosh. I'm interested to see that and how he, you know, takes shots from this defense of Tennessee that can, can bring pressure, especially Byron Young, the other young on the other side. Yeah, I expect him to play. I hope he lasts four quarters. You just never know with that shoulder. Like we, you said, right. Christine, he hasn't, you know, really been in game time action. Don't know how much he's participated in practice and don't know how much he's really tested that arm. And to me, in order to beat this Tennessee team, I mean, they're going to have to score some points and they're going to have to go vertical. Now, they have a really good running back and Jameer Gibbs, but listen, they're going to have to throw the ball to beat Tennessee. And we understand that. So I, I, if he plays, I expect him to come out, throw some like short passes, intermediate passes, get you get loose, get used the to rhythm. things, get into a rhythm. But then after that, he's going to have to go vertical because we know Hendon Hooker and the Tennessee Volunteers, they will go with the long ball for sure. Okay, as I mentioned earlier, since Nick Saban has taken the reins in Tuscaloosa, he is on 15 and 0. He is rolled. Oh. He's rolled. It's Tennessee. just not like even that, a rivalry like a, anymore, it's not right? Even it's not even I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that. It's not that great. It's Alabama has won 15 meetings in the series since uh. 2007, winning by an average of nearly 26 points per game. The Crimson wow. Tide have only trailed in five games in that span and never by more than seven points. So, Des, if Tennessee yeah. is going to snap this 15-game skid versus Alabama, what exactly are they going to have to do? Well, we know they have a great offense. All yep. the talk is about their offense. They're going to have to get some stops on defense. We never really address Tennessee's defense. Whoever starts at quarterback for Alabama, they're going to have to make sure that they control Alabama's offense. Alabama's not a one-trick pony. Not only can they throw the ball, but I talked about Jameer Gibbs earlier. They can run the ball, too. So defensively, they're going to have to get some huge stops and create turnovers. If you're able to do that, get your offense extra possessions, then I think you can uh, break that losing streak to Alabama, David. Yeah, you see a lot of number six on those clips. Byron Young, for a reason, he's an animal. I think he leads the SEC in pressures, but they, they got to pressure the quarterback. Like, they've got to do a good job of consistently getting pressure on Bryce Young. Obviously, the offense makes it go, but yeah. the defense – with the crowd, like the crowd is a big deal here. 100%. Okay, this crowd yeah. at the this this is the crowd. This crowd at the one singular moment is yeah. the loudest I've ever heard it. When Travis Stevens called a screen pass against us, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it literally felt like the earth was shaking. They got so loud. So this yeah. defense is going to have to give them a reason to get excited and stay up and continue to to mess with the Alabama offense. We love that. We love this yeah. crowd out here. I mean, you guys are you solid. Guys are crowd. Lit. It's not even yeah. game day. We oh, love yeah. that. It's, okay. But, but so is it considered a rivalry when they beat the crap out of you this bad though? Fifteen. In a row, I guess. Yeah. Hey, they, they want—they're gonna that's get this one. Bad. They want this one. They believe yeah. they're gonna get this one. That's why they're hype. All right, let's head to another ranked versus ranked matchup. This one in the Big Ten, at number ten, Penn State taking on fifth-ranked Michigan, going to give us a pretty solid running back battle. Nick Singleton, the freshman, averaging over seven yards a carry for Penn State. Blake Corum has rushed over 500 yards in the last 
three games. David, I'm going to start with you here. Which running back will have a bigger impact on this matchup on Saturday? Blake Corm. I, I think Blake Corm is the guy that this Michigan offense is built around. That, that, listen, J.J. McCarthy, I know he has a ton of upside, and he can be the guy, but Blake Corm's the guy that makes it go. I mean, he can do it inside. He can do it outside. He can make you miss. He can break tackles. Yeah. You, you said over 500 yards. That's the last three games. Yeah, exactly. Three games. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a, that's a three-game. That's the first Michigan running back ever. Think about all the great Michigan running backs. So, I think it all goes through number two. No, I tell you what. I, you know, Blake, he's a, he's a veteran running back. Obviously, he's played a lot of snaps, even though a year ago he had to share snaps with Hassan Haskins. But, you know, he's been a guy carrying the load. Over 700 um, rushing yards this season. Leads all running backs in the FBS with 11 touchdowns. I mean, he's a guy that they're going to lean heavily on. And when you have a young quarterback like J.J. McCarthy, your best friend isn't the left tackle. It's a great running back because that opens up the passing game. So I think that uh, Blake Corn will probably have a, a, a great game. But I tell you what, Nick Singleton for Penn State as a freshman. He's a freshman. Extremely right. impressive guy. Really, really like what I see from Nick Singleton. So Michigan's defense, their run defense, they better come to play. Your next, it takes many hats to bring down Nick Singleton. So your next best friend is your left tackle. Your first next best, best friend. Exactly, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> next one. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is just the third time that these two teams are matching up as top 10 teams. The last time it was in 1997. Des, do you know who won that one? I'm going to say Michigan. Penn That's State. the only reason I would agree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to another ranked matchup. This one, number 15. 15 NC State against number 18 Syracuse. Wolfback quarterback Devin Leary's status is uncertain yeah. for tomorrow's game. He injured his shoulder in the second half of last week's win over Florida State. But head coach Dave Doran said this week that he would not require surgery. Des, if Leary can't play tomorrow, what kind of impact will that have in this game for NC State? Well, first, I'm glad that he's not going to require surgery. That's good, and I hope he has a speedy recovery. I remember watching that game, and I watched his backup came in, come into the game named Jack Chambers. And I'm looking at this kid, and he didn't seem like the moment was too big for him, but he just didn't seem like he could run the offense very effectively or efficiently. Now, he's a grad transfer, came from Charleston Southern. So he's a guy who's had many games under his belt. The moment's not too big for him. But I, my concern is how well does he know the offense, and is he going to be an effective passer? Because it just seemed like when he was in there, he ran around a lot, didn't really throw the ball a lot. So uh, that's going to be my ma major concern with their offense. How effective would they be with Chambers at the quarterback position? He threw it once. He ran it seven times. So they clearly didn't go, I, I trust you to throw yeah, exactly. the footballs. I mean, so the offense will change. But let's be yeah. honest, the yeah. NC State offense ain't been good all year long. I mean, yeah. we thought Devin Leary was going to break out. We thought they were going to make big plays, but they haven't. So they have to rely on their defense. And Syracuse has done a great job offensively, defensively, and special teams. You know, Syracuse usually beats themselves, and you see them create all these turnovers. Their defense has been taking the ball away, scoring touchdowns, and the offense on the other side has not turned the football over. Schrader only has one interception all season long. They got some balance, but they'll force you. This defense has been really, really good. Penn State's, or NC State's offense has not been good. So I expect this to be a really good Really good game and a yeah. crazy atmosphere because they're going to be excited in Syracuse. I mentioned this the other day when we were doing college football live. It feels uh -huh. weird First time to you that we're undefeated. talking about Syracuse. Yeah, do you remember the name? 1987. 1987. Last time that Syracuse was 5 0, so that's why it feels so weird that we're talking about Syracuse. You weren't alive then, were you? This, no, we weren't. The same exact thing that he did last time. <laughs> same exact thing he did on Wednesday. Okay, still to come on college football live. It's a, it's a matchup of two top Dallas. offenses in the Big 12 as Oklahoma State battles TCU, but which one will have the advantage in this battle of? the unbeaten. Plus, Caleb Williams takes USC on the road for maybe their toughest test of the season so far against Utah. What will he need to do to keep the Trojans' record absolutely perfect?
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. College football prime time. Pat McAfee's the closest thing to talk. Hey! That boy, Dabba. Come on, man! Yeah! Take a picture of the television right now. We will be back next time with another megacast on ESPN2. The Big 12 is known for high-powered offenses, and this weekend's matchup in Fort Worth is no exception. The Cowboys and the Horned Frogs are tied for third in FBS in points per game. TCU leads FBS averaging 8.1 yards per play this season. Dez, yes. which offense do you give the edge in this matchup? Well, Christine, I tell you what. Last week, we saw TCU's offense against Kansas. Yeah. And we were sitting there on the set, and we were on the field, and then TCU was walking behind us to go into the locker room. And I remember watching Max Duggan run away from Oklahoma's secondary. Like, these guys couldn't catch him. Like, man, he's pretty fast. But then he walked behind us, and I was like, damn, David, look how big he is. <laughs> I mean, he's a big, fast quarterback. So very impressed with TCU's offense and Max Duggan in particular and the way he runs the offense. But when I spoke to coaches this week who played against Oklahoma State, they prepared for Spencer Sanders in that offense. They all said he has great control of the offense. He knows what he's doing. Not only does he, has a, does he have a great understanding of what the offense is trying to do, but he has a better understanding now of how the defense is trying to attack him. So I saw TCU up and close, and I loved it. But I love the way that Spencer Sanders is playing right now. So I would probably have to give the edge to the Cowboys because of their quarterback. You went with the okie doke there. You went, oh, <laughs> so big, so strong. We saw that explosive offense. Oklahoma State. Yeah. You know, I got to go with the Cowboys. Interesting thing about Oklahoma State is can they run the football? Like, they're very dependent on Spencer Sanders running the football. I think Miller, they have a little bit more balance with TCU and a little bit more help running the football. Uh -huh. um, but I, I like the way Spencer Sanders has kind of grown up. He's calmer. You can tell. He's making plays. He finds number nine a lot, by the way. Um, so I, I would take TCU as a better offense. Um, but because they have more guys that can do it, I'm interested to see who's the go-to guy at, at receiver, who's going to run the ball and help Spencer Sanders out. But yeah. both these teams are going to score a lot. I think it's a common theme always in the Big 12. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Shootout. Guys giving the edge to the old guy and Spencer Sanders. Uh, Oklahoma State and TCU starts off some good ones on ABC on Saturday. That one at 3.30 p.m. on ABC. And then after that one, we go to the ACC. Clemson taking on FSU at 7.30. And that tops off. Number four. Great. That, I mean, yeah, four. Yeah, exactly. I went to Clemson for grad school. I don't know if you guys know that. 
Well, we still got one team in the ACC to cheer for that, a girl. She said for med school or grad, grad school. school. Oh, grad school. Grad yeah. school. Okay, let's take a look at today's road test presented by Goodyear. Will Rogers leads a potent Mississippi State offense into Lexington to take on Kentucky. Rogers has completed over 71% of his pass attempts and averages over 350 yards per game this season. The Wildcat defense has allowed just three passing touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks all year. David, I'm going to start with you on this one. What kind of impact do you expect Will Rogers to have for this Mississippi State team? Oh, huge. And listen, they're, they're a pass-first team, and it ain't close. Like, that's what they do. They spin it with Mike Leach. Yeah. Um, Kentucky's secondary, you know, will be a great matchup for them. The pass rush can Kentucky, can Kentucky get to them, but we do this every year with Mississippi State, okay? Yep. With Coach Leach being there, right? Like, right. the air raid system is going to air it out. They're going to throw the football. Now, we'll say this. They're running the football a little bit better this year, but he makes plays. I mean, yeah. they lost to LSU somehow. That's their only loss, but Going to get going into Kentucky, and then Will Levis, obviously his health will be the biggest issue. But they will score and they'll put up points and they will throw the ball a lot. And that's my concern is Will Levis. You know, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be able to go? And if he's not be, if he won't be able to go, then how effective will their offense be? Are they going to be able to sustain drives? Because I tell you what, man. This Mississippi State offense, this is another high-powered offense. Will Rogers, he's not turning the ball over. Only three interceptions so far this year, the 22 touchdowns. And if you give them more possessions, then it's going to run the score up. So that's my biggest concern. The health of the quarterback, Will Levis, will that offense be able to sustain drives if he's not driving the car at the quarterback? And position? they are Will Levis dependent. They right. need yeah. that sucker 100%. to run it, to throw everything. Everything's yeah. built around him. Mark Stoops did say that he practiced. He was fine. He is expected to play and go on Saturday and start oh, I believe him for Kentucky. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time out for our Nissan yeah. Heisman update. <laughs> Caleb Williams takes number seven USC on the road to face number 20 Utah. Williams has been absolutely electric in his first season with the Trojans th throwing for 14 touchdowns and just one interception so far this season. Des, I'm going to start with you on this one. What is your confidence level with Caleb Williams and the Trojans on the road against Utah so USC started off on fire like they were just scoring points by the bunches then they kind of hit, kind of hit a wall slowed down a little bit but they still won games the more defenses get taped on an offense then the more you start to struggle especially when you enter the conference play I think they'll be okay because Utah's a team that they just seem to keep shooting themselves in the foot you look at the Florida game in the swamp they could have won that game and what happened they threw an interception in the red zone. And last week, coming back against UCLA, uh, they fumbled the ball again. And then UCLA was able to ice it. So Utah is a team that needs to stop turning the ball over. They can do that, and I think they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with USC. Yeah, and they'll be physical, and Thomas will run the football. And when you watch USC, you can run the football on them. Like Washington State did a week ago. Everybody who's played them have had success running the football. I'm interested to see Caleb Williams versus defense. I, I, this defense got shredded a week ago by DTR, but this defense at home, one of the best system schemes. Who's going to get to the quarterback? Their pass rush isn't great, but they'll be very physical. They'll be very sound. They'll make you earn it. So They can match be, up on the perimeter, too. This will be a good test. For, really this will be a good, good test for USC. Do you think that if USC loses to Utah, that they still have a chance to make it to the CFP? No. Okay, I think zero they, chance. I think they're gone. Even if they're the Pac-12 champion. Nope, they're gone. 
They have to knock off UCLA. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so USC currently has a 70% chance to make it to the Pac-12 championship with a win that jumps to 91%, but with a loss uh, for Utah, it goes down to 9 from 33%. So we'll see how that matchup That's goes. That's a lot of percentages. Still to come, you're welcome. <laughs> a little math for you on this Friday. Still to come on College Football Live. We'll turn our attention back to this game right here. Fans are going to love it. We'll see you soon. This Heisman Update is brought to you by Nissan, premier partner of the Heisman Trophy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Byron Young got through and brought down Daniels. My name is Byron Young. I'm an outside linebacker at the University of Tennessee. And that time Byron Young would have none of that. At the high school, I didn't have that much guidance. Wasn't really that much recruited. I worked at Dollar General for about a year and a half. I was a assistant manager there, basically doing everything, closing, opening stores, stocking shelves, bringing out customers. I just wanted better for myself, and I wanted to go back to school. Me and my brother were actually talking about getting back into football, and we would look on the internet, then we seen a flyer. 2019, proud out for junior college, Georgia military. I made a team right there. It was just like the military. Wake up early in the morning, in uniform every day, had curfew. It really teaches you, you know, how to be responsible. I had a great season at Georgia Military College. During the spring of 2020, it was COVID and everyone had to go home. We had a couple of scrimmages and I gave everything I had just because I knew we didn't have a season. I made a highlight video on that. It went viral pretty quick and got off by Tennessee. Young had his ears pinned back all day long. I think that guy's only going to get better. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Never take nothing for granted. Let's take a look at what's to come on College Game Day tomorrow live from Knoxville. Will Bryce Young be available to lead the Crimson Tide offense against the Vols? Pete Thamel will have the latest on his status. Plus, Marty Smith goes one-on-one -on -one with the Terminator, a.k.a. Will Anderson. And the Sheriff is in town as Peyton Manning joins the game day crew as the guest. Right, Tennessee fans are happy about that. Of course, of course. Um, I think it's mixed. Really? Because of, of the Peyton Manning curse? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I, 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 I said it. You guys All right, let's go. Okay, let's talk before, about some before we go, let's hit on some more games that are tomorrow, starting with JMU, who just made their top 25 debut. Game. Making their FBS debut this season, too, and this defense has been legit. Kirk Signetti, first time as a head coach, 50 years old, getting a shot in this defense, offense, playing complete football, beat App State in a big comeback earlier in the year. James Madison, the top 25. Go ahead, JMU. The fighting least fittings. All right, how about <laughs> Auburn versus Ole Miss? I tell you what, don't look now, but this Auburn offense, they can run the ball. No, you think Lane Kiffin passed the ball over the yard? No, they're second in the conference, rushing offense, averaging 242 yards a game, and Auburn has struggled trying to stop the run. 
drug gold. And Quinn Ewers, I'll tell you what, he comes back in this Texas offense. Yeah, man. Looks totally different. If they've had him all year, it would be amazing to see where they're at right now. Finding his big tight end yep. a lot, starting to get a connection. They are rolling on offense. Iowa State, a very, very good defense. See if this offense continues to roll. How about the school that Christine went to, to graduate school? Hey. Yeah, Clemson <laughs> against FSU. And Man, DJ's looked really good the last yes. four games. 11 touchdowns, only one interception. Will Shipley, he's balling out. 5.8 yard average. And FSU, though, they may present a little challenge because their passing deep, their pass defense is number one in the conference. Well, we love to see it. And I can't wait to see if this crowd is going to be as loud as they were last time we're here. We will see you tomorrow. It is game day.